podcasters have been listening for free for too long. You owe us something. Well, okay. Listen, a lot of you have said, hey, guys, I'd be willing to subscribe and pay X per week or per month for the podcast. You know why we don't charge? Because we're stupid. Because we're stupid. But anyway, why don't you think about what would you be willing to pay per month for the Armstrong and Getty show? And then instead of giving it to us, give it to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Donate it and help our uh, our warriors who are in their time of greatest need. you got this organization that is all volunteers, and they do fabulous, beautiful, beautiful work helping our guys. So just go to armstrongandgetty.com to donate. It's that simple. For Melania, use Scrabble tiles to decorate the White House Christmas tree. Check it out. I like it. It says, be best. Uh, President Trump also has a Scrabble ornament. It says, uh, witch hunt. Hey, now. Yeah. So how bad is Kamala Harris's campaign? Did you read the article? <laughs> did you read the article in the New York Times over the weekend? Yeah, with the scathing resignation letter and everything. Yeah, her campaign manager resigned and said, "This is this, I've worked on a bunch of different campaigns, and this is by far the worst atmosphere I've ever been around." It's he just, called it a poop <laughs> show. Yeah, it's just it's just awful. Yep. And uh, we're treated poorly, and it's in disarray, and they got no plan. And well, a uh, new poll out: Bloomberg's actually ahead of Kamala Harris. That's how bad she's doing. Jeez. That's a loathsome comparison. Yeah, it really is. He's got 6% to her, too. Congratulations to both of you. Uh, and I believe he has, wait a minute, peaked. There we go. Yeah. Enjoy your 6%, oh. Michael, you nanny state totalitarian doofus. Oh, yeah, the interview's really making the rounds of where he said uh, President Xi is not a dictator, which is just hilarious. Right. You, you can't couple re- that with the tape we played the other day of how you're poor, doing the poor a favor by taxing them heavily to craft their lifestyle the way you think they ought to be living it. A um, couple of things. I feel like I ought to clear up the Biden thing. I feel a little guilty on the whole Biden thing. We, we, oh, we gave no. the old man some pretty good knocks. Maybe it's because my, my brother or my brother. My brother and my mother are two completely different people. My mother <laughs> turned so. Joe Biden's age yesterday. They're both 77 now, and I, you know, I, I wouldn't want to say mean things about my mom, undeservedly. So uh, we had the whole story about Joe Biden's hairy legs and the pool and that whole thing. Yeah. We have a clip of that. Just to give us an idea of it. Just a just a short clip, Michael. I got hairy legs. Well, that's his short. Um, basic, <laughs> and I love kids jumping on my lap. But basically, the story was he'd sit at the pool and the and the, the, the kids would rub his his hairy legs, and right. the, and the hair would float up or something or other. I got a, two texts actually from people who say, um, black kid. One person was black and another person was white, but aware of it. Black kids are fascinated by the way white people's hair reacts in the water okay and it's a common thing so biden and this might be one of the reasons joe biden's got so much black support he gets black america i haven't worked there at that pool in a variety of other reasons the way i don't uh i guess it's a common thing it's like wow look at how freaky that is the way their hair floats in the water and stuff like that it's something that would draw attention from all across the pool well, yeah, I, you know, it's funny. I, I understand the context of the speech. He was talking about how he was virtually the only white guy in, in, in the pool, in the area, and the rest of it, and he got along with the folks just fine. I just still thought it was thing. a bizarre thing to bring oh, oh, up. Oh, yeah, and the hairy leg thing. I, well, I don't think it would be as bizarre to them because they'll be all, oh, yeah, I used to do that too when we'd see a white person in the pool. Sure. So, okay, that, that makes a little sense. And then the him biting his wife's finger. 
which was a weird picture. That You know what? I'm with you on this one. I saw the video. She's given a speech gesturing, and she kind of like gestures and smacks him in the face. And then she kind of says, oh, I'm sorry. And he reaches forward and, like, bites her finger, just kind of, you know. Well, yeah, he was, she was waving her hands wildly, and he does a comedic, whoa, backing away. And then she does it again, and he leans forward and, ah. And it was funny. It was charming. It was great. It was, it, it was fine. Well, it was perfectly okay. It was nothing It was not Pervo. It was, right. well, and it wasn't an old man eating his wife or anything like that. And, and I resent <laughs> you and your mockery yesterday on the show. I don't know where you get off. I don't know why you hate the old man so much. Is it because he's a Democrat, a, a Delawarer? I don't know. But now going uh, the, disrespectful. Going the other direction with my uh, with my, um, uh, my anger or whatever it is. Uh, so Lisa Page, the, the FBI agent who was in the affair with Peter Strzok, the other FBI agent, who were tasked specifically with the job of investigating investigating Clinton and Trump. Yes. And it turns out they were saying things between each other that I wouldn't have thought FBI agents say about investigations they're actively involved in. But anyway, so she does this interview. Or, or certainly the subjects of those investigations. Absolutely. But anyway, so she does an interview over the weekend, and she's being portrayed as this, um, well, victim. She's being portrayed as a victim. She comes off as a victim in the article. The article doesn't mention any of the things she says in any of the texts and asks, you know, what did you mean by this? Or Oh, my God, they didn't even ask? No, no they don't get into any of that stuff. It's just, <laughs> it's just about how she feels attacked by President Trump when he mentions her by name. He has called her a traitor in, you know, a room full of people. I don't think the president probably ought to do that. And I'm not sure he should mock her affair publicly either. It's just undignified. Lisa! Lisa! Oh, God, I love you, Lisa. But if, you, yeah. if you've read the interview, by the end of the interview, she is crying. And the reason she is crying is because she feels like Donald Trump has uh, destroyed the integrity of the FBI in a lot of people's eyes with all of these comments. And the uh, mainstream media, which is mostly left, is just nodding their head in agreement. Yeah, the way Donald Trump has just, you know, nobody looks at the FBI the same way because of the way Donald Trump has attacked you. She actually mentions in the article, she says, I can be on a bus and I'll catch somebody's eye and I'll think, are they looking at me? Are they a MAGA supporter? Are they are they angry with me? You're, you're a little paranoid there, honey. And she said, if I see somebody in a MAGA hat walking down the street, I go the other direction. How often do you see MAGA hats? I live in a town with similar politics of Washington, D.C. I've seen exactly zero MAGA gear in the last three years. I don't think that happens to you a lot. But she, she, and I wouldn't recognize Lisa Page if she walked in this room. So I think she's a little paranoid as to how much the, uh, the nation is paying attention to her. But the, the idea that Donald Trump has destroyed the integrity of the FBI, I will never feel the same way about the FBI because of what she did. Because of her texts, knowing that... And stroke and and Comey. Knowing that if I was being investigated by FBI agents, they might have it in for me while they're doing the investigation before they even get all the facts. I'll never feel the same way about the FBI because of the way she acted. Not because of anything Donald Trump has said. And the Justice Department agreed with that, by the the way. The FBI lambasted her last year and uh, said this about her. Your excessive, repeated, and politically charged text messages while you were assigned as the lead case agent on the FBI's two biggest and most politically sensitive investigations in decades demonstrated a gross lack of professionalism and... and, and uh, uh, what is that word? The print's so small I can't see it. Uh, oh, and used ex- exceptionally poor judgment. That's her own Justice Department. Wow. 
Wow. Talking about her, not what Trump has said about the FBI. It's what you did. You're not supposed to be involved in an investigation and have those kind of attitudes and talk about them with the other investigators. You're so, a terrible FBI agent. I will never look at your organization the same way because of you, sister. What? Who did that uh, crappy, phony softball interview? Was that BuzzFeed or no, something? No, it's a, it's, a, it's a British thing. Isn't that Daily Mail, Daily... Is it British? No, they're, the Daily Mail is surely reporting on the original uh, uh, interview. I think the original interview was, um, oh, what was it? Can you look that up, Sean? Lisa Page's interview was with who? But the idea that, because that whole, he'll never get elected, will he? Oh, never, never, never. It'll be 10 to 1, Dory. But if he does. Daily Beast. Right, that's it, yeah. But if if he does, we have an insurance policy. How you as the Daily Beast, and I'm using this term with a broad smile on my face, journalist, how the Daily Beast journalist could not at least ask, what was that insurance policy reference? Right. Even if you're 100% on her side, just as an effort to give her a chance to explain it away, you would ask that. I mean, it's, I don't know. It just... the. It troubles me that there are things this sloppy, one-sided, and dumb that are even portrayed as journalism these days. That bothers me. I don't even know what to call that, that interview, that conversation. Well, right, and her putting it all on Donald Trump for, uh, for uh, attacking the intelligence agencies... Oh, that's, we, that's astounding. We, we cannot have FBI agents who act like that, who have those attitudes. As Trey Gowdy has said, that's the definition of bias when you've got those attitudes about somebody you're investigating. Now, a bunch of different bipartisan um, investigations have shown no direct, you know, they can't prove that because of her bias or Strzok's bias that that led to anything. But I'll tell you, if I'm being investigated by the FBI and they're saying that sort of stuff behind my back, I surely don't, certainly don't feel like I'm getting a fair shake. Yeah, yeah, that's just, it's shocking. They're rooting for me to be, you know, the corrupt businessman or corrupt politician or whatever that they're investigating. That's got to have an effect on the way you do your job. How would it not? Well, it, and it's especially bothersome that they were so lavish in their praise of Hillary Clinton, given some of the lapses, sloppiness, oversight, or just the fix being in of the investigation into her and her email server and all of those uh, immunities being given out before people were even questioned, the rest of it. The lavish praise on Hillary, coupled with the bitter, bitter dislike of Trump. I mean, it's just, well, the IG report. Report said it pretty eloquently. It's it's an absolutely unacceptable uh, and unprofessional level of of bias. Also, or appearance there, of it. There are a whole bunch of text messages that disappeared, and nobody exactly knows how that happened. But I guarantee you, there was worse stuff in those. That's how they disappeared. There's worse texts in there than the ones we even saw. So who knows what those actually said? We'll never know. Yeah, I can't figure out why my computer's running so slowly, so I surely don't know how to get rid of texts once and for all in all of their forms. But, yeah, I I wonder. He's not going to become president, is he? Oh, no, absolutely. We'll make sure that doesn't happen. Uh, Between a couple FBI agents, that's pretty bothersome to me. But yes. What do you mean? It, how are you going to prevent that? What were you going to do specifically? Now, and why, I've why always has... believed he was just trying to get in her pants and make her feel good, but I get that. Well, yeah, yeah. That well, then he ought to say that. He ought to say, "Look, I was telling her anything she wanted to hear." Are you kidding me? Kind of hot, hot to trot. We were, you know, had something a little uh, hot going on the side. Uh, I don't 
don't care. If she told me she'd switch over to Trump, I'd have said MAGA. <laughs> I mean, come on. I'm a dude. And, I have and, needs. And he might have. <laughs> yeah. That might actually be the case. And I can respect that. <laughs> Lisa! Lisa! Oh, God, I love you, Lisa. Yeah, yeah. we don't need the most powerful man in the world doing that. Um, <laughs> oh, hey, I think I think there may have been a miracle cure. I think um, something happened to me medically that I can't explain. Okay. And is is crazy. Um, that uh, have you grown that, a tail? <laughs> another one? Uh, <laughs> no, no. And then we need to get to the absolutely unforgivable story of the world's uh, the uh, the nation's largest utility, PG and E, that cooks people to death. Um, with the approval of the state government of California, major new report is out about that. Among other things. Oh, uh, you know, it's funny. I had another impeachment thing to get to, but we don't really have time now. We got um, hours. Uh, oh, yeah. I just mean this segment, but about the impeachment of Andrew Johnson, mm. which which was a, a sad and pathetic effort by the current impeachment standards. Absolutely. Although, though this one's pretty terrible. Okay. All on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Trying to raise a half a million dollars for Warrior Foundation Freedom Station this week. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. I gave the wrong website earlier. You can't You can't go to that website. Go to armstrongandgettyradio.com. No, it's no, not. Don't I, did do that. I did it again. I will take over here. Yeah, go to armstrongandgetty.com. You'd freak me out. I almost gave the wrong one myself. I've ruined it. Yeah, you have. You, and you know what? You've betrayed America's veterans and fighting men and women. Is that a whale sighting? When we have, you know what a group of whales is called. I don't know what a group of whales is. A pod, a pod pod of whales. Yes, we have a pod of whales. We have a, we have a a Jackie with a twenty-five hundred dollar donation. Way to go, Jackie! Way to go! And we have somebody just a supporter donating anonymously for two thousand dollars. Thank you, thank you very much. Fabulous. You know what we haven't seen yet? And listen, I want to make this absolutely, (laughs) infinitely clear. Biden's hairy legs has donated twenty-seven dollars. That's nice. I, I was just going to say, listen, if 20 bucks is all you can afford, times are tight, that's that's a beautiful thing you've done, and we appreciate that. You know, if you're a whale, you're successful, you got plenty of money, you're never going to have to worry about money. Uh, I haven't seen the five-figure donation yet. I'd love to see that um, this year. Haven't seen it yet this year. Whatever, you know, give until it's a little uncomfortable. The moment you hit that send... The moment you you click on that button, you'll be glad you did it. You'll be proud of yourself. So go to armstrongandgetty.com. And by the way, I got hairy legs. <laughs> right, and 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 twenty seven dollars apparently. So this is oh, I, I want to get to the Andrew Johnson impeachment at some point. Um, I, this is this sounds like good news. I have a feeling it's not. Um, uh, the one, one of the very few upsides to my current medical situation, which is I got uh, my hip replaced, um, is that uh, I've watched just an astounding amount of football in the last week because I really I have to I I can't do much. Hmm. Um, I've not you know, seen I, a snap this year. Oh really? Oh my God! I because I got the surgery done on a Friday, 
And so the next day, obviously, there was plenty of college football, and then NFL Sunday, then Monday night football, and, and the rest of it. But So I'm watching college football. Uh, I think it was it was the I can't remember, um, but I'm watching a football game, and uh, I'm enjoying it. And I glance over to the the little table, you know, next to my recliner there, where you keep your your beverage and uh, your iPad or whatever. Uh, I glance next to it, and, and I'm looking. And then there are my glasses there. Okay, that's that's where they are. And then I glance back. I'm watching the football game, enjoying it. And I glance back at my glasses and think, wait a minute, I'm not wearing my glasses, and I can see the screen perfectly well. Mm-hmm. And my eyes are not good. I, I can't do My eyesight has been cured. That happened to me during my cancer treatment. Did it? Okay. I, did, I didn't wear my glasses for like six, eight months. Really? Yeah. I can see fine without them. I have no idea why. I, it's funny. I never even asked anybody. You just got to get hooked on the <laughs> yam yam. <laughs> you know, I think it's I'd the s- yam yam. I'd suggest you lack curiosity, but I know that's not true about you. Um, I had other things to think about, but well, yeah, uh, yeah, granted. But, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't need my glasses that whole time, and I thought, hey, it must be all the drugs I'm on. Is it the yam yams, or is it something going on hormonally, or whatever? I mean, it's kind of nice. Is but... there any chance that if your body goes into uh, desperate, uh, we're 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 dying mode, repair mode, your eyes get better somehow? Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure some. Uh, you know, I should consult a. Uh, Optometric uh, professional or something or other, but okay, all right. So that that happens sometimes. If you know anything about it, feel free to email us mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. It's kind of odd that I went through that experience and have never even questioned it, never Googled it, never mentioned it. That your eyesight briefly became perfect again, <laughs> yeah, exactly. and then went back. Never even wow. <laughs> That's interesting. It's like all of a sudden I could fly, and then it went away. <laughs> I'm flightless again. Oh, well, on with life. <laughs> so the one aspect of the Andrew Johnson impeachment that I really liked. Yeah, there's a uh, new book out about it that's pretty interesting. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. That's why, the one, the, well, the, the, that and the impeachment going on, but it came out and uh, there's a lot of similarities. Yeah, yeah. You know what? We're out of time in this segment, but it, it was fairly pathetic and somewhat reminiscent of what's happening right now, and we'll explain how in a couple of minutes. Yeah. Um, what's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, you got President Trump and French President Macron agreeing to disagree, and a new poll that's out Shut is up, a Frenchie. big embarrassment. A new poll that's an embarrassment. I like yep. embarrassments. I suppose at some point we should talk about the hot new trend of perineum sunning. Oh, boy. Do you know what your perineum uh, is? I do. Oh, boy. It, it taints something we ought to be talking about. It's your southern exit. It's, well, uh, kind of, yeah. That's uh, People are sunning it for uh, health benefits. Oh, boy. Uh, more on that later. Right now, news with Marsha Phillips. Well, at the summit, Trump and Macron facing off. President Trump claiming a lot of countries are now starting to pay their fair share to be members of NATO thanks to his efforts. NATO, which was really heading in the wrong direction three years ago, was heading down. If you look at a graph, it was to a point where I don't think they could have gone on much longer. Now it's actually very strong and getting stronger. During a photo op with the pres- French President uh, Macron in London, Trump said... That's all true, by the way. I mean, you, Absolutely. you hear stuff like that, and yep. then the, often people start screaming fake news and picking it apart. But that's right. just true. The, the, that statement was put out by NATO and the U.N., about how much more money, billions of dollars more money, that are being spent by these countries because Trump forced them and embarrassed them. 
During that uh, photo op, though, Macron stood by his statement that NATO was suffering brain death. I know that my, my statements created some reactions and shake a little bit. A lot of people, I, I, I do stand by. Macron what made, do you mean, dude? Macron made the comment while he was talking about how Europe could no longer count on absolute support from the U.S. In earlier remarks, Trump called Macron's comments very insulting. That's a hell of a statement to make after you've been not paying your bills for years. Yeah, it really is. And, and what do you mean? We can't absolutely support on the count on the support of the U.S. I don't know. What do you mean? Rhetorically speaking, you mean if if uh, Russian tanks rolled into uh, you know uh, Poland? What are we talking about? Meanwhile. President Trump appears to be downplaying the chances for a deal to end the U.S.-China trade war before the end of the year. Again in London, where he's attending that NATO summit. In some ways, I like the idea of waiting till after the election for the China deal. But they want to make a deal now, and we'll see. Trump saying the only... Oh, limited- I guarantee you they do not want to make a deal now. That's a funny thing. I'm sure he's just posturing for negotiation yeah. purposes, but no, she and the Chinese are dragging their feet. It's obvious. Trump saying the only limiting factor to reaching an agreement with China is whether he wants to make a deal. So anyway, the NATO summit uh, unfolding even as we speak. Former New York City Mayor Michael Bloomberg pops up into fifth place in a poll just taken not long after entering the presidential race. The Hill-Harris X survey shows Bloomberg getting 6% support among the Democratic uh, among Democratic candidates. He's leaping ahead of Senator Kamala Harris who fell behind with 2% support. That was a 2% decrease. Now, coming to her rescue, California Governor Gavin Newsom's traveling to Iowa to try to help out oh, Harris's failing Perfect. campaign. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yes. They can they can get each other's stink on them. It's fabulous. I, I guarantee Bloomberg is at the point in his campaign where people are saying, well, yeah, I hear he's a moderate. He's for a sensible uh, gun control. He's a businessman, right. though. So that sounds uh, kind of attractive to me. And then they'll spend a, a minute and a half looking into him and realize, oh, he's a nut. Forget it. I yeah, think, the 6% is his peak. I think the country yeah. needs to stop talking about the second and third tier candidates at this point. Representative Duncan Hunter of California says he's going to go ahead and plead, plead guilty rather to misusing because he is to misusing campaign funds. He's ready to go to jail. I'm uh, pleading guilty because I'm a crook. Is the reason 180 degree reversal after having long denied any wrongdoing. The six term congressman telling a San Diego TV station, "I'm pleading guilty to one count. I have made mistakes and failed to properly monitor and account for my campaign expenses." I justify this plea with the understanding that I'm responsible for my campaign and what happens on my watch. Is he trying to make it sound like it was some sort of an accounting error there? Yeah, and his underlings were sloppy. He should have known. All right. Meanwhile, the Department of Homeland Security wants Americans traveling into and out of the country to be subject to having facial recognition scans at the airport. That's according to TechCrunch which cited a department filing expanding the checks that can be used for foreign nationals or visitors to the U.S. Now, Americans, U.S. citizens, have been exempt up until now, but using facial recognition for people departing the U.S. has been on the rise as part of Homeland Security's uh, ability to try to catch visitors and travelers who overstay their visas, but now they want to expand it to all Americans, to for all what American purpose? citizens. They're saying that this will help the uh, government to, to uh, you know, uh, watch out for any uh, kind of wrongdoing. Travelers, including U.S. citizens, should 
uh, have to submit to invasive biometric scans, according to the ACLU. They are objecting strongly to this idea. Well, that means I could get on a plane claiming I'm Robbie Gould, the kicker yeah. for the San Francisco 49ers, as somebody texted that I we are doppelgangers. Yes. I, didn't, I didn't know who that was because I don't watch football, so All I right. looked that up, and we do. Look, he looks like a younger me. Yeah, I can see that. He looks like a younger me, so I need to send him a picture of the current me and say, this is what you're looking forward to if you don't take care of yourself, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so that's your takeaway from this story. So you might want to. You might want to. I don't know. Oh, boy. <laughs> How do we feel about, I'm a citizen. You know yeah. I'm a citizen. You know I have every right to enter the country, and yet you're going to do the scan of me? Is it to... I? To verify identity, I'm a little confused by this story. I'm not sure exactly why they want to do it. Well, they're trying to push it. Uh, trying to push the surveillance technology as a condition for traveling. So we'll have to wait and see. The filing was just made, uh, I think, the other day. How about so. you enforce friggin' immigration laws, huh? How about you actually follow your own laws, Congress? United States, states, why don't you enforce the existing laws that are draining the country of billions and trillions of dollars and, and, and make that your priority? Meanwhile, it was a great night for the Seahawks' Russell Wilson. He's in! Touchdown, Seahawks! Wilson throwing for 240 yards and two touchdowns as the Seahawks held off the Vikings 37-30 to on Monday night football. Along with that, Seattle got a lot of social media high fives for the end zone dance David Moore did with other team members after his touchdown interception. Perfectly choreographed to new addition. I did see this, and that's pretty yeah. cool. I'm, I'm happy that the NFL is allowing this. Yeah. I, find I it think we need to crack down on it immediately. I think it, I find it very entertaining. <laughs> it's, if you no, haven't seen it. Is. No celebrations involving more than one player, and they cannot last more than three seconds. Can we link that at our website, Hanson? Armstrongandgetty.com. You don't yeah. want me doing choreographed new edition dances in your stadium? Keep me out of the end zone, punk. Yeah! yeah. yeah. There you go. Back at you. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. How's about a quick update on where we are with Warrior Foundation Freedom Station? We need a total, ladies and germs... 56348 dollars. Awesome. Just come along. Oh, we just had a whale come through. Two, oh my goodness. Two grand from an a, a supporter. Wow. Oh right. fabulous. There's thirty bucks from Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> oh god. Oh god. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, we love the hilarious donations, but whatever it takes you to donate is fine. Yeah, the way it works is that you you know you fill out the form and, and Marshall, you said it takes about ninety seconds to donate to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, right? Took me I mean, ninety seconds, and you know I am a high tech right. guru. <laughs> well, it's so it's it's quick yeah. and easy, oh, yeah. and you fill out the form, but then you can have a public name. Yes. Uh, for the web- website, and you can choose whatever uh, name you like, including Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> like this person who's donated thirty dollars, Orwell's reanimated shambling. Whatever that means. What? Wow. I don't know. Wow, know. that's that's what? too out there for me. Yeah. But go about it however you want. So, Jack, I know you're a, a learned man, a student of history. You know a fair amount about... Oh, I'm sorry. If you would like to donate to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, just go to armstrongandgetty.com. It's quick. It's easy. It is a fabulous four-star charity out of four. Um, and it, it just it helps our, our fighting men precisely yeah. when they need it the most. It is a beautiful thing. It is God's work being done on Earth by real patriots. So... 
Uh, anyway, I, I, back to your whole, uh, I'm sorry, my whole point about you being a learned man and a student of history. I know you're pretty up on the Andrew Johnson uh, impeachment. I read one chapter of the new book, but I think I got the gist of it. <laughs> That's one more than most people. <clears throat> My favorite aspect of it is that they they got together the articles of impeachment um, on uh, old Andy Jackson, who really was not a great guy. But um, and what was the total number? Oh, 11 articles of impeachment. And so they get together on May the 16th, and they failed to convict him on the first article they tried, 35-19. They were doing them one at a time. And so they, they said, well, oh, boy, that went poorly. Let's have a 10-day recess. So they come back 10 days later and try two more articles of, of impeachment. Same vote total, 35-19, not nearly enough to be two-thirds at the time. Um, and, and so having failed on those, they all got together and said, eh, never mind. <laughs> Just gave up the rest of it. Right. The Just main, the main let take, the other eight one go, the eight main, uh, articles. The main takeaway that is similar today is... The one party just hated him so much, just found him so awful. Surely this person shouldn't be president. And and just tried to throw whatever they could at the wall impeachment-wise. you got to have a specific thing that, right. that rises to the level of what the Constitution states to impeach. The fact that you find the person unpalatable and think they're not qualified to be president just isn't enough. Your hatred of them. Yeah, and a bunch of, look at this, well, how about this? Well, remember he did that? Well, unless each or any of those individual uh, imagined offenses are serious enough to warrant, you know, I don't like the term overturning election, uh, an election, but you know what I mean. Um, unless any one of those rises to that level of seriousness, forget it. And the Democrats absolutely are guilty of having run so many things up the flagpole, and they're still talking. I saw a WAPO article this morning that uh, there's serious discussion about going beyond the Ukraine call and drawing up the, oh, stop yeah, it. Yeah, there is talk of bringing back some of the obstruction of justice from the old Mueller report. I just Go can't ahead. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. It's right. Weak, and this will go. This will end exactly like the Andrew Johnson thing. Yeah. You know, they'll they'll take a hack, a hack and a half, and and they'll all just kind of look at their shoes and shovel their feet and say, "Yeah, well, never mind." I think and it's we'll gonna, go about a our business. It's so obvious when it's completely over, when the Senate is voted and it's over. I think it's going to feel really weird, and there's going to be a lot of analysis on the cable news channels of was it worth it? Why did we do this? And then what do we do? Go back to the emoluments clause thing? Trump will say or do something, and we'll be on to the next chapter, and nobody will even remember it happened. Yeah, and meanwhile, none of the nation's business is getting done. The various serious needs we have as a country. Yeah, it's, it's weak. Goodness sakes, we're having an election next year. Let's get on with governing. So I know you got a, um, uh, a funny clip you wanted to bring to us. We've got to get that on the air coming up next. Uh, oh, yeah. You know what I do? And also uh, a clip I saw. I mentioned I was watching way too much football. A clip I saw from a college football game that will amaze you. Um, it's funny. It, I was watching that game and it passed by me, which shocks me. It will not pass by you when we play it. Okay. All on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Scientists getting permits to grow human organs in hogs. 
What Elizabeth Warren said on the campaign trail yesterday, is it going to help her or hurt her? I think it's going to hurt her. It's, I don't know what she's thinking, but among other things. I missed it. And the hot new trend. Maybe you're going to want to do it. Uh, just don't send me pictures of you doing it. Stay tuned for that story. Oh, boy. So I was watching excessive football during the recovery from my uh, surgery. Oh, exciting news, by the way. Uh, longtime fans of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Today for the first day, I have put aside the walker. And I am employing the hand-carved Hungarian wolf cane. <laughs> the HCHWC. Um, when I knew I would be hobbled, the last time I had surgery, I thought, I'm not going to get some sort of cheapo, anybody can own this cane. I'm getting me a hand-carved Hungarian wolf cane. There you go. Oh, there it is. You know what? I'll tweet out a picture of it right yeah, now so I'd people like know what it. I'm talking about. It. Yeah. yeah, during the next break. Where did you get it? <clears throat> uh, from this store I discovered called The Internet. The Hungarian Wolf Cane Store? Yeah, exactly. No, this guy, he's got he got all sorts of options you can get, but I thought the, the wolf was the, it was the perfect sweet spot of over the top, but not completely ridiculous. Um, so, anyway. But still, but still wolfy enough that when you walk into a business meeting, you can tap the top of the table with your wolf top and just really command the attention of the room. Oh, yeah. Plus, you know, anybody gets out of line, Sean. And, uh, well. Yeah, yeah, we've had business meetings. Enough said. <laughs> uh, and, and listen, I'm a, I'm a happily and faithfully married man and proud of it. But I'm telling you, chicks dig the wolf can. <laughs> <clears throat> now, <clears throat> excuse me. So I'm watching excessive football, and uh, I'm, I'm rooting for the uh, Wolverines of Michigan to upset Ohio State, which did not happen. Uh, the Buckeyes are super, super powerful. And uh, they got a running back named J.K. Dobbins. And um, they told the story a couple of times through the game that his dad was a standout running back for the same high school. Uh, in Texas, I believe. Um, but And Dad had gotten a college scholarship, and they said, well, it didn't work out, so he transferred to blankety-blank and didn't work out. And I thought, okay, what's going on there? And then he fell into a bad crowd, ended up in prison, died in prison of a stroke at age 33. Um, so this uh, J.K. Dobbins has had some real challenges in his life. His family has, obviously. Um, and and uh, his dad was his biggest fan, though, and did his best to give him advice about life. But but he scored a touchdown, J.K. Dobbins did, later in the game, and the announcer, whose name, Gus Johnson, uh, threw this into the commentary. Listen to this. To put that ball over the goal line for a touchdown. What a day for J.K. Dobbins. Absolute dominant performance from Dobbins and this offensive line. J.K. Dobbins' mom, Maya, became pregnant when she was 18 years old. She went to the doctor because she was thinking about aborting the baby, but changed her mind. That baby turned out to be that young man, J.K. Dobbins, who she calls her miracle baby. I love that. Yeah, I think that's absolutely fantastic. Why is there not more of that? Well, I would love to see lots of it. I would like to see more moms... You know, discuss with their kids, obviously, in advance, but say, listen, I was seriously considering an abortion, and uh, I decided against it, and there you are. And I would like to hear more women talk about that. And listen, I have I have a pretty libertarian point of view about abortion. Um, I don't want to get into it too far. Um, I find it horrifying, and I wish it didn't exist, but I understand why it does. Um, but 
I just wish we weren't separated into these two camps that won't allow a single inch of understanding of the other side's position. I mean, for instance, if I say to you, I understand that an unplanned pregnancy, an unwanted pregnancy, uh, can be devastating, it can upend your life, uh, I, I get that. I am not denying that for a second. Can I then say to you, that child you're thinking of aborting, you know, it's, it's not going to be a star running back at Ohio State, and who cares? That's not the highest aspiration in life anyway. But, you know, and any parent knows this, each one of your kids is a unique, irreplaceable, fascinating, frustrating, glorious human being and child of God. And I just, I wish we could have the discussion that, Snuffing out that life snuffs out a lot more than uh, just a mass of tissues. It's it's a life. It is a human being that could live a full life. Maybe not a great life. Who knows? I'll concede that. But I just I thought uh, good for you, Gus Johnson, for saying that. I don't think he was trying to make any great point. Oh, I'm not sure what he was trying to, you know, illustrate. But I just thought that was a, a beautiful moment and something you certainly don't hear. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's willing to say that. Um, you know, and, and that's, again, and we try not to do this on the Armstrong and Getty show. You've probably picked up on that. So much, so many of the discussions in America about touchy issues, especially, are just so idiotic. So, that's, uh, Gus Johnson having said that, that beautiful story, that uh, awe-inspiring story, therefore, I think all abortion should be illegal at every moment, uh, including rape and incest. No, that's not what I'm saying. Oh, God. It's not what I'm saying. Uh, but good for that kid and good for his family, you know, overcoming some incredibly difficult circumstances. So the hot new craze of sunning your perineum, somebody said is the way you pronounce it. Uh, perineum, I believe, but uh, no, I, I could the, be wrong. It's, whatever. I don't know. It doesn't make any difference. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's the spot betwixt your legs. Um, I can't tell if this is a craze, if people think this is funny, or if I, they actually th- are serious about it. I can't well, quite tell. Well, you remember tell. the brand new more... coach of the, the San Francisco Giants advocates sunning your testicles, fellas. Yeah, well, that's becoming kind of a thing. More on that, what Elizabeth Warren said, uh, and more about Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, all on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show.